the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Hi, I'm Mark Carlin. I practice immigration and personal injury law in Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Hey, everybody. Tyson and Jim here. We just had Mark on. Great episode. Can't wait for you to hear a lot about it. He is someone that's got an immigration and an injury practice. He's got two different practice areas. It's really interesting hearing his story and just you know some struggles that he went through in actually in the middle of his career in running his practice. So uh, we can't wait for you to hear a lot of that. Yeah, we talked about him practicing with his dad, sort of taking over his practice. They worked together for 20 years and then his dad passing away in 2017. That was a lot to digest and a lot to deal with, having to deal with not only the emotions of losing your dad, but also having to pick up the pieces of your law partner no longer being there with you. He talked about the fact that they had the two different practice areas that were so divergent that his dad said to him when he was sort of still working in the insurance defense rat race that there was money sitting in the files in my office. I really liked that when he mentioned that his dad mentioned that. And then I'm wondering if people that are listening to the show don't have money sitting in files in their office and they need to think of ways to sort of tap that money. He also talked about how he's a little bit reluctant to delegate. And we talked about, you know, some tips to sort of help with delegation and, and sort of what he understands to be the time that it takes to actually delegate versus the time that you get back once the person has mastered the delegated skill. So talked about that. And then we just talked generally about the struggles in 2022 in hiring and how hard it is. So it's a great episode. I think people really get a lot out of it. Mark's a great member of the guild. We really like having him. And as Tyson mentioned, he's a real positive guy that really sort of always brings a, a nice positive attitude. Yeah, a really great episode. A lot of great takeaways. Enjoy the show. Run your law firm the right, way. the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And uh, I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Oh, Tyson, it's a good day. We're going out to celebrate my brother-in-law's birthday by going to see the new Spider-Man movie. My one son, Yusuf, this will be the fourth time he's seen it in about five days. He said he's going to watch me watch Spider-Man, but I'm excited to see it. Okay, so don't ruin anything for me, but is it that good or is he just a Spider-Man fanatic? Oh, I've seen a lot of people say it's the best Marvel movie ever. So I, I, mean, I, have, I have high hopes. 
Oh, wow. Okay, now I've got plans to do something this week. Okay, wow. That's awesome. Well, let's get started with our guest. I'm pretty excited. You want to introduce our guest? I almost, I almost said his name. You want to introduce our guest? Well, I'm really excited. And it's funny, when he introduced us at the top of the show, that's the first time we've done it that way. And of course, he nailed it. His name is Mark Carlin. He's an immigration and personal injury lawyer out in Los Angeles. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. He's also a fellow Gildian, which is the new term. I can't Who came up with that term? Someone came up with that Eric term. Eric Woodman. Eric Woodman, I love it. So a uh, fellow Gildian. So Mark, tell us about your journey and how you got to where you are now. Sure. I'm probably one of the older members of the Guild. I've been practicing law for over 30 years. My dad didn't become, my dad was my partner for 20 years, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But my dad went to law school later in life, and only be, he became a lawyer when I was a freshman in high school. And when I went to, you know, I went to college, I went to law school. And then when I got out, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to move out of L.A. I went to school here, Loyola Law School in L.A. So I got a job uh, working in insurance defense in San Diego. I went to the University of California, San Diego for undergrad. And I worked in San Diego for insurance defense for a couple of years. Then I got engaged to be married. And my fiance, now wife of 30 years, Cindy, lived in L.A. So then I moved back to L.A., worked for another insurance defense firm. And about five years of working for an insurance defense firm, I had that moment that many people have who on their own and have small farms. Is like, what am I doing? Why am I working so hard for somebody else? So I approached my dad about joining forces. And at that time, my dad, which he was for the remainder of his career, was a certified immigration specialist. And he said to me, why don't you come on board? Because as an immigration attorney, especially my clients from, you know, who are not native to the United States, think that I do everything. So I have all these opportunities that come my way. And he said to me, there's money sitting in files in my office. Why don't you come help me and work with me. So I joined forces with my dad in the 1990s. He did almost entirely immigration. He did some other things. and I did everything else. And over time, I built up a pretty successful personal injury and medical malpractice work. And then in about 2013, my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer, which had metastasized when it was diagnosed. And we all know what that meant. My cousin is an oncologist uh, with the Mayo Clinic. So uh, we all knew what we were facing, and my dad survived for four years, but in 2017, he passed away. And one of the issues was because he's my father and I'm his son, we didn't really look at each other's business partners. We looked at each other as father and son. So we didn't plan, we, you know, we planned, but we didn't really have an objective plan in place of what happened to the firm when he passed away. And coincidentally, we moved to our current office here in Glendale, California, just outside the LA city limits. Uh, we had been in an office in central LA for about 20 years, and it was time to move. Our lease was up, and we moved here to this office, and my dad passed away three days later. So a lot of changes in 2017. I take over the entire farm, and it was a struggle because we have two distinct and very successful lines of business, and I don't want to give up either one. But it took me quite a while as the sole firm owner to make some pretty tough personnel changes, make some pretty tough hires, and we were just getting our sea legs around uh, you know, the beginning of 2020 and COVID hits. So it's been quite a journey, but things have definitely steadied. And here we are looking forward to going, you know, doing well and scaling up in the future. And one of the best things about COVID is someone told me about Max Law. And I think I joined, I looked the other day, I think I joined the Guild last week of March 2020, right when the shutdown began. So that's how we got here today. Well, we've loved having you in the guild and you're a very you. supportive member of everybody else. And it's great having you there. And thank you. 
And having just gone through the death of my father. And I'm sorry um, to hear that, by the way. Very sorry. Yeah. No, I appreciate all the support. And I know that dealing with that just on the personal side is hard. I can't imagine if the firm had been started by my father, how I would juggle both the emotions of a grieving son and the tough inheritance. Yeah. I use that word specifically, yes. the inheritance of a whole practice area that you didn't go into. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Well, first of all, it was difficult because a lot of our clients didn't know my dad had passed away. And you know, Jim, as an immigration attorney, you have clients for life. And they do have their siblings and their children and their grandchildren. Yeah. So for two years, people would come in before COVID and say, well, how's your dad? I heard he wasn't feeling well. And I have to tell him he passed away. Mm-hmm. That was really tough. But, you know, I just embraced it that this firm was going to survive. I was going to survive. We were going to go forward. I didn't want to lose the immigration practice. So, you know, I had been studying before my, you know, in the years my dad was sick about immigration, but until you get actually in and do it several cases and learn the nooks and crannies and, you know, Jim, the ever-changing law that is immigration. So it just was learning on the go while also then, you know, on the other hand, keeping up a pretty successful and busy PI med malpractice. So it wasn't easy, but I just was a quick study. And, you know, if you're going to be successful in anything in life, you have to be a forever learner. And this morning I was looking up some, you know, intricate, very rare occurrence in immigration law just to educate myself so I could consult the client properly. So just keep moving forward and uh, keep learning. Mark, what's your advice to other, you know, parent-child firm relationships out there? Because you're not the only one, especially in the legal profession. Right. There's a right. lot with that bringing their children to work for the firm. Right. You're in a, a unique situation because it's interesting. There isn't that big of a gap between whenever you started practicing and your dad because of just whenever he started. Right. So what is your advice to firm owners that are in the similar situation that you were in? You have to have those difficult talks. And the difficult talk is, what do we do if you're not here? What do, what do, how are we going to divide things? And my dad and I did come to an understanding before he passed, but it was definitely not something I think that I was relished to discuss, but you really want to set out almost in writing, like a contract, like this is what's going to happen. And, you know, what would happen to, let's say the parent retires or passes away, what do you do with his or her share? You know, how do you evaluate that? So you have to have those tough discussions and perhaps it'd be better to bring in a third party, count, you know, a trusted family advisor. We didn't do that. And that's looking back with something maybe we should have done. But these are difficult, you know, because it's the personal in the business and the personal sometimes wins out because, you know, I love my father and I and I was with him every day. The blessing was I was with him every day for 20 plus years as an adult. And most kids don't get that opportunity with their father. All right. So here you are, the young Turk insurance defense, personal injury guy. And your dad says there's money sitting in files in my office. So how do you go about growing a personal injury practice from inside an immigration practice? Well, what happened was I had some success, early success, because he had a few immigration clients who had personal injury matters. And so it took a couple of years, but after a while, I got to be known like, oh, Carlin and Carlin also does personal injury law. Oh, Mark, the son does personal injury law. So it happened organically. I didn't market, you know, back then, this is, you know, 20 years ago, digital advertising wasn't anything so it was really word of mouth with our clients, doing a good job for the clients. And also, you know, my dad's peers and my peers who started referring cases to me. And then my mom was a registered nurse for many years and was in, she was, while she was working, 
underwent a gallbladder operation and malpractice occurred during her operation and she was injured. This is, and she, the, the operation was conducted by her employer. So I kind of got thrown in and I was second chair to my first medical malpractice case with, with my mom. But then word gets out that we practice medical malpractice as well. And so it really happened organically, but it took a while. Mark, I wonder, you're in the middle of your career and you've made some monumental shifts over the last few years. Right. What does the future hold? Like, what, what is your end game? Because, sure. you're, I mean, you're not, it's not 30 years ago, right? You're in the middle of things. So what is your plan going forward? I think about that, you know, that's something that happens every day that I think about. My end game would be to take a step back from being, you know, my wife's a lawyer, I'm a lawyer. End game is to take more of a CEO role. And I think you mentioned this one time, Tyson, you like to, I like to strategize. I like to think about business, but I, for example, you know, I'm working on a huge case, two defendants, both dropped motions for summary judgment on me yesterday. I expected, but I was really jazzed about, okay, let's, let's map out how we're going to attack this, how we're going to defeat it. But my role would be is to have the firm work without my day-to-day involvement and step back and have other accounts, other attorneys, and have everything systematized. And you know, maybe at the end of the day, I sell my interest in the firm to someone else. I'm not sure. But definitely, I want to step back and not be involved. And this is something we talk about in the Guild all the time in all the day-to-day operations of the firm. Unfortunately, I still am involved in all the day-to-day operations. But that's my goal, is to get a position where I could step back and really take a management role. The Guild is an insanely productive community of lawyer entrepreneurs with a growth mindset who share their collective genius and hold each other accountable to take their careers and businesses to the next level. But in 2021, we are upping the game. In addition to exclusive access to the group, FaceTime with the two of us, discounted pricing for live events, and front seat exposure to live recording and podcasts and video, we are mapping out for members the exact growth playbook with our new program, Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships and experience content specifically designed to complement your plan for growth. For a limited time only, the Maximum Lawyer in Minimum Time program will be offered for free to all new Guild members. Join us by going to maxlawguild.com. You're listening to the Maximum Lawyer podcast. Our guest today is Mark Carlin. He's a personal injury and immigration lawyer out in Los Angeles, and we're happy to have him. Mark, Tell us about your teams. I know you have it sort of set up in different divisions of your firm because of the two different practice areas. Talk to us about how that works. Sure. We have some staff that is just dedicated to immigration, both be it intake and fulfillment of applications and paperwork. Some staff that works primarily with me on personal injury and medical malpractice. I do use independent contractor attorneys for certain tasks and appearances. So, and, you know, also given the last 19, 20 months, most of my court appearances have been from this chair here in my office. So that has helped quite a bit. So, you know, all the staff has to be pretty well-versed in immigration, at least the basics, even if they work primarily on personal injury, because if they take turns answering the phone or, or someone is unavailable that day or out and they have to do, you know, an intake. So all the staff has to have an overview of immigration, but we are divided into teams. When it comes to the different teams, you've got the immigration, the PI, how do you market? I'm not sure we talked about that. Like, how do you, because that's not easy, right? So how do you market things? Real good question. Primarily, I've marketed for the last couple of years on PI only because of my dad's, you know, 40 year plus career 
and our reputation. Most of our immigration was from you know, current and former clients, most of our immigration referrals. Going into 2020, I want to really want to scale up our immigration practice, especially, you know, what we call Jim, you know, family unification or family reunification applications. And so we are going to start marketing primarily in Spanish language media for immigration. But that's, you know, but Tyson, we've been fortunate enough that we didn't need to, or I didn't have, I didn't have the bandwidth myself to handle more immigration work. But I think that we have, you know, refined our office operations where going into 2020, I definitely want to scale up our immigration practice. What bottlenecks do you find, Mark, in your firm? What's holding your firm back, if uh, any? You're looking at them and listening to the number one bottleneck. And my issue is delegation. And it's not what you think, maybe that I think I can do it better than anyone else. Or no one can do it my way. No. My problem is, and I think Craig Goldenfarb spoke about this at Max LawCon, is that to properly delegate, you know, a task that would take me 10 minutes is going to take me now an hour because I have to train someone, I have to systematize it, I have to record it. And I'm just hesitant to go through that uncomfortable period to properly delegate. You know, it's kind of like when you go on, you're starting on a long hike or maybe you're getting on a spin bike to go through a class. And like the first five minutes, you're like, oh, there's no way I can do this. This is way too uncomfortable. But after a while, you know, if you're hiking on your spin class, you get warmed up and go through it. So my biggest problem and one of my goals for next year is how to delegate is to get over my anxiety about the work that will be entailed with delegating and really get down and spend the time. And I think Craig said it great. Again, MaxLawCon, it's like he said, you know, it's like three or four hours of a lot of work and many years of delegation and, uh, you know, scaling up. I wonder if you've had any experience lately with hiring, because I know that a lot of people have been struggling with hiring lately, and maybe you have, maybe you haven't. I'm just curious if you have and, and what your experience has been with it lately. We've had a tremendous problem hiring, and this is for support staff. I wanted to get one or two more support members in place before looking for an attorney. And we have used even a recruiter, and we have not yet found someone who we believe, you know, up to our standards at our price point. There are some people out there who, you know, in my view, are too expensive for the skills that we bring to our firm. So this has definitely been a struggle, I'd say, the last four to five months and something I'm hearing universally. We keep looking, but we're definitely having issues getting support staff. So we do have a immigration VA who's actually in the U.S., but is in Michigan, who we send a lot of overflow work to. And, you know, next year, perhaps we look towards out of U.S. VAs. But yeah, we are having a lot of issues. We are having a lot of problems because there's not many qualified candidates on the market who are looking to leave. And now with the upturn in COVID, again, you know, it just brings more uncertainty in the marketplace. So I'm not sure what we're going to find say the next 90 to 180 days in the job market. So I want to follow up on that, Jim. So Mark, the reason why I ask is because I think it's a problem that everyone is dealing with right now. And right. so your experience with a recruiter, I've personally never hired a recruiter, but I know that that's been the suggestion by a lot of people like, hey, you're going to have to go out and find these people. What's your experience with that recruiter been like? It's been okay. I think they also are stymied by the limitations in the market. So they have found us some candidates that they will pre-interview before even they get to us to consider, but it's helped, but it hasn't solved the problem. If that makes sense. You know, I think it's yeah. brought us more candidates, but still having issues. I mean, for example, several months ago, we had several candidates and we said, oh, that's great. You, you know, we've had like the first round of interviews. Here's a skills test. Would you mind taking a skills test? 
Several ghosted us after that. Several just wouldn't do it. And then several who did do it, I'm glad they did because their skill level wasn't really what we were looking for. So you wouldn't have thought sitting here this time last year that a simple skills test, which is pretty much standard, would scare people off or they wouldn't, they'd be hesitant to do it. So, you know, it's the recruiters helped get a bigger pool, but still we haven't found that person or persons that we want to bring on board. I don't know if you caught this, but earlier this week in the big Facebook group for Maximum Lawyer, which people should join if they haven't already, in there, there was a discussion by an attorney who was a solo. And he said, if I ever shut down this firm, it's not going to be because of revenue or because of frustrations. It's going to be because of isolation. So I'm just thinking about, you know, you had a great mentor and partner for 20 years. Right. Talk to us a little bit about not so much the sadness of your dad passing away, but also like losing your law partner. Yeah, no, that was difficult for the first. It's still difficult. So something you really never get over, but it was very difficult because I didn't have that person to go to who understood what I was going through. And, you know, I'm active here in the Southern California Plaintiff's Bar and also the Immigration Bar. And I do have some very close friends that we will bounce off, much like people in the Guild. But it's tough. You know, one of the ironic things about COVID is that it brought me actually closer to people because we had more time and we could Zoom instead of making an arrangement to have lunch or meet in person. But it definitely took a while. And I still haven't found, you know, my wife helps, but she doesn't quite have the, you know, the institutional knowledge that my dad had. So it's difficult, but groups like the Guild or other local bar groups have been a tremendous help in that department, Jim. Tremendous. I got a question for you, Mark. How do you maintain? I've never seen you in a bad mood. I've mm-hmm. never seen you seem like you've had a bad day. What is it? Like, what trick did you learn that allows you to maintain that just oh. steady level Mark Harlan that we know? I can't wait till my staff and my family and my wife hear that. Because I think uh, last night and maybe early this morning, I wasn't displaying the best behavior. And then, you know, I had, a, as I said, I had a computer glitch, but right before we started, you know, I think it's on the oldest of four kids. And I think it becomes from being the oldest and kind of having to be a little more steady and maybe on the inside, I'm not feeling that way, but on the outside, it's just something that you feel you have to go through. And now being, you know, the sole employer of five people and one remote person, You've got to keep it, you know, a steady demeanor. But trust me, I have my moments just like everyone else. I try. I try. I haven't seen them either. I agree with Tyson. For my last question, so it's interesting. You have a personal injury and an immigration lawyer standing in front of you on the Zoom. What don't we know about each other's practice areas that we should know? Hmm. What don't you know? At one time, as a spinoff to immigration, I was doing federal criminal defense, a couple cases that were major narcotics cases that came to our firm. I don't really do that much anymore, but that was something back, cases out of Washington, D.C., cases out of Florida, cases out of New York, all spinning out of activities that occurred here, you know, emanated here from Southern California. So that was something that I don't talk about much because I don't do it as much. My sister is the chief deputy public defender, a federal public defender for all of Southern California. So that was something about my practice that uh, you don't know about. But I think that's it. I don't know if there's anything really, you know, I do car accidents, medical malpractice, dog bites. As far as immigration, we do some corporate immigration, but generally it's family-based and it always has been. And primarily from Latin America, Central America, Mexico, we do have other nationalities that we assist with, but you know, that's it. Other than my brief foray into a major federal criminal law, not much of a mystery here. So, 
I'm going to sneak in a quick question before we wrap up. I want you to think about 2022 and what it's going to mean for you. And I want you to give us one word for 2022. What's it going to mean for you in one word? Delegation, as I talked about. Delegation. Because that's going to free me up. It's going to free up my headspace. It's going to free up a lot of things. It's going to allow me to scale, uh, step back, delegation, delegation, delegation. I love it. That's great. Okay, we're going to wrap things up. I want to remind everyone to join us in the big group. If you've not done so already, check out our sister referral group, Maximum Lawyer Referrals Group. If you want to refer people cases, you can join that group separately. Uh, There's a lot of great referrals going on there. If you've not joined that, go ahead and join that. If you want a more high-level conversation, join us in the guild at maxlawguild.com. Remember to get your tickets for next year's conference, maxlawcon2022.com. It's in June of next year. So make sure you get those now. The prices will go up by the end of the year. So make sure you get them now. And while you're listening to the rest of this episode, please give us a five-star review. It would help spread the love. So please do so. Jimmy, what's your hack of the week? So my hack is a book. It's called The Everyday Hero Manifesto. It's by Robin Sharma. It's like he's consolidated all of his best learnings and teachings into one book. I read the book right before that, which is called The 5 a.m. Club, which was pretty woo-woo and Amani hated it, but this one's very practical. You could read just a chapter and get a lot out of it. It's a great book. I listened to it on the treadmill while I was reading it in the physical book. It was a great way to pick up a lot of the information and there's a lot of good stuff in there. You're going to love my tip whenever I get to it, Jim. Very good. All right, Mark, you know the routine. What is your tip or hack of the week? My hack is a mindset hack. And, you know, as small firm owners, we tend, you know, we, and I think someone showed a display that's either on the big group or in the guild that was on Facebook. There was a cartoon, what it's like to be a small firm owner, where you went from, I'm king of the world to, oh my God, I can't believe I'll never do this to, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. And what I do when I get anxious and nervous is I think back to the people I've helped and what they've told me. And the people have thanked me for getting them out of a jam or really thanked me for assisting them, you know, the settlement on a case. Because, you know, lawyers, we can become real cynical and anxious. And you really should go back and think about the time your clients showed their appreciation and thanked you. Because a lot of times I'll think, well, thank you for saying these nice things to me, but you know, any lawyer could have done what I did or it wasn't that big of a deal. No, it was a big deal. And it's something as I get older that I do appreciate. And I do go to that well when I'm feeling down or feeling you know, worried about something is that yes, we do impact people's lives. Don't forget that. And the positive impact we have on people's lives. And we take it for granted. We shouldn't. Anyway, that's my hack is to get how to get back into a positive mind space or mindset. Love it. Very good. Jim, guess how many unread books that I have in my Apple library? Just guess. Mm, 40. Oh, not that high. It's, it's 26. I just counted them. 26 that I have not even read yet, right? So my tip is to don't buy another damn book until you've read the ones that you've wanted to read. The ones that are on your list I'm just going to stop buying. I know. I'm just going to stop buying them. This is the year. My word for next year, Mark, is no. <laughs> it's just stop it. Love it. Or stop or no. One Love of the it. two. I just keep adding to my list and I, I'm just going to stop listening every time someone has a new suggestion. I'm going to go through the ones that I've got. I'm going to catch up and then I'll buy another one. So that is my tip of the week. Mark, thank you so much for coming on. It's been way too long trying to get you on here. So uh, thank Thanks, you so guys. much for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.